We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Pele leaned in and said something to Freddie. Don't let them change you. Keep working on what makes you different and what makes you special. It was great advice, but it caused me some problems. But what could change Freddie do? Soccer is going to explode, and it's going to be around this kid. We're the Beatles. Everywhere we went, it was the Freddie show. And with that came the expectation, and with that came the pressure. New episodes of American Prodigy drop Tuesdays from Blue Wire Podcasts. What's good, legends? Before we get started on a very, very special episode of Veterans Minimum, big shout out to the members of the Patreon. We got... Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Daniel Gibson, Derek Pleiates, Corey Johnson Hoops, and Mike Wozniak. Thank you all for your contributions. This episode was recorded right around Thanksgiving with my two guys, Serge and CJ. They are the founders and creators of the site Culture Hub. You've heard me have on conrad in the past i've mentioned an article that they put together about me a while back and i got a lot of love for these guys they always hold me down when they shouldn't and they don't need to and they don't expect nothing back in return and i've been trying to plan this conversation with them for a very very long time and we finally made it happen and it's a banger there's video on youtube as well we talk about a lot of different topics i loved picking their brain about building a brand building a website how they go about it, writing, both of them with a writing background and journalism stuff that they've been doing and just, you know, the balance of personal and business. And you just got to listen to this one to understand exactly how enjoyable of a conversation this was. So big ups to CJ and to Serge and to Culture Hub. Sit back, relax and congrats. My episode podcast and chill with the culture hub kings 
off of respect in my city. I'm working off of respect. Yeah. You think you got it? I got it for real. You think you got what I got? Uh. This one for those they forget in my city. This one for those they forget. Yeah. This dog off the leash and is ready to kill. Homie, go finish your man. Ah, yes. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. You laughing at you like the intro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was wild. That, that threw you off, right? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. throws everybody off. Yeah, Don't worry off. about it. I always say, you know, set the tone, come in with a lot of energy and whatnot. My guys, CJ Surge from Culture Hub, Culture Hub, excuse me. Uh, first of all, finally, I've been trying to get you fucks on the show for it seems like for ages, <laughs> but I appreciate you guys coming on, man. Um, especially during these times, these crazy times. But uh, I'm a big fan of what you guys do. Serge, I know you. I, I know you longer than CJ, but I feel like we've connected recently too. Like it was like we kind of knew each other through like mutual friends. Yeah, but like now we've kind of gotten a little closer. I would say a hundred percent from the hustle. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think there's a there's like a mutual respect when it comes to that. Um, Got to get a little more comfortable in this chair. So I was just telling you guys <laughs> before we started recording how this gaming chair. First of all, highly recommended if you guys like even in your crib or in the offices, get one, bro. It's a little pricey. It's a lot more than like an office Definitely chair. Worth it, yeah. But it's yeah, it's it's tremendous, especially for like your lower back. But I didn't have the wheels. I didn't have the wheels for this. So it was just on air. <laughs> but one of the wheels is is broken. So that's why I didn't want to give you this chair because I'm like, yo, he's just gonna be chilling, he's gonna make a movement, and that's just gonna it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And knowing it's you, you're gonna start chuckling. Though. Oh, and, heavy. Yeah, yo, you know what? That could have been the viral moment we was looking for. That bro. maybe we should throw an old. Yo, how sick would you have been, bro, if you went viral? I mean, I don't know. To be honest, there's look, only one way to find out, right? Listen, man. As long as we have Culture Hub in the in in the at, and then we got VM on there too, and like you know, rocket ship. You yeah, know bro, fellas. I got a lot of questions, man. Just like as a fan of what you guys do. Thank you, man. Um. I really, really uh, appreciate your stuff. I was telling CJ before you came in, Serge, how I don't really listen to music. It's wild. It's uh, I just, I just like podcasts, bro. That's pretty wild, yo. I feel that though. You know, sometimes it's better to to kind of take in knowledge in a different way, right? It's like you can get it from music, you can get it from lyrics, you can get it from you know audio books, whatever it may be, but I like podcasts, so I, I I see what you're saying there. Yeah, more of a Sunday podcast kind of dude, you know. Put on that Oprah podcast, feel good about myself. <laughs> That's your go-to, Oprah. Oh, all the time. She's the goat. Yeah, that she she's definitely in the goat discussion for sure. Yeah, she in the goat discussion. She is the goat. She is the goat. Yeah, she is the goat. Like, hey man, listen, it's hard. It's hard to disagree with that. Like her her resume is crazy from how she started to what she like became. Like she became a a network, right? Yeah, Did no. she Harpo. got her own channel? Harpo. Yeah. Oprah backwards. So hot. Yeah. Jeez, yeah she right. owns everything. Oxygen, Weight Watches. You know, the list goes on. And she just has wild racks. And she started making started out making content. You know? Journalist, reporter on television. That's it. And then she got her own show, the the hosting, and then just yeah. blew the fuck up. Boy, I can curse, right? Yeah, bro. Let uh, it rip, man. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> let it fucking shred, dude. Um, yo, so let, let, let's start off with what you guys do with Culture Hub. Um, and the reason why I brought up the thing about the music is because you, you guys put me on to Little Baby. Like, OD. 
because I saw the slides and it was like, is he this generation's like, forgot what the article was exactly, but is he like the voice of this generation or is he like the biggest star? And I'm like, what the fuck are these guys talking? (laughs) First of all, mind you, that's why I really started the whole conversation. Like, yo, I don't really, I don't really listen to music. So I I knew who he was, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know like that. And then that's when like big picture came out. And then I started listening to some of the other stuff and, I'm like, yo, I think he's my favorite new rapper right now. Like of these, like from like 2018 on, I guess you could say. Cause again, going back to the whole music thing, like if you came out prior to 2015, that's probably who I listened to. <laughs> Besides that, like it takes a lot for me to go out my way and listen to someone new. You got to, man. You gotta stay tapped in. It's how you stay tapped in with the youth. You know, at least for me. Yep. You know, there's this new guy I was listening to on the way here. I think his name is Boy Leroy or some some shit. But Kid Leroy. Kid Leroy, yeah. And I was bumping his tape. And man's is like a trippy red mixed with like a Justin Bieber. It's kind of wild. What a um, fucking combination. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's his music's amazing, but he can also spit bars. Uh-huh. And you know, it's a white boy and then he's like talking about dropping bodies, you know. It kind of blew my mind a little bit. It's kind of like Tyler Hero, right? Like Tyler Hero yeah. in the NBA is like that that white dude that <laughs> oh, gets yeah. picked that last. That wink was and then, crazy, and then he just like cooks everybody. What he do? Was it like the wink or not? He smirked after that one game. He did like that mean mug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember like, yeah, I was watching that. Smirk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. twenty years old and shit. But Classic. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, man. And now he he uh, he was seen recently on vacation, and he had that shirt. Oh, he had a shirt of him doing the wink and the meme mug. Oh, he yeah. came up? Yeah, man. Came up off the merch? Yeah. That's hot. He had a, he had a hell of a season. In yeah. The I mean, this thing. Mans was shooting for bricks, himself. though, sometimes. It was hard for him to get hot but, sometimes. But, bro, that's just rookie pains, right? Yeah. Like, sometimes I feel as if we forget just how young these dudes are. I had mm-hmm. I had Conrad on uh, a couple hours ago before you guys came mm-hmm. in. Shout out, Conrad. Yeah, shout out to him, Major man. I, I love the work that he does with you guys. And we were we were talking about like Tua, right? And like I don't want to get too into detail with like NFL shit, but he's like, "Yo, what do you think about him?" I'm like, "Bro, could we like wait? Do play like, two <laughs> games? Like we're already trying to get rid of him. Like I just think it's crazy." Well, you guys, the stuff that you guys do at Culture Hub and CJ, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Oh, shit. And, and using <laughs> using that as like uh, I guess like a talking point. Do you feel like? In culture, in society, we're too quick to both crown someone as the next big thing and also immediately fucking tear them down right away. Yeah, for sure. You know, even if you look at the kind of situation with Takashi 6ix9ine, mm. right? This dude came out and he was a odd phenomenon, you know, 6ix9ine this, 6ix9ine that. You know, it was it was kind of wild to see how he kind of went viral and then, you know, snitched on his boys and now everyone hates him, mm. you know, immediately uh, at the snap of a finger. And there's several examples like that. You know, even Trump, you know, as soon as he started running for president, you know, everybody, all the liberals hated him. Mm. But before that, liberals loved him. Right. Loved him, you know, which is pretty wild, you know, but that's the kind of situation we're dealing with in like the social media era easily you know it's easy to say you hate something one second and turn around maybe a day or two later because most likely you forgot what you even said you know so i definitely agree with that like we do we are quick to crown and we are quick to take the crown away but that's kind of that's kind of what you go against you know in this kind of 
generation, you know, this generation is crazy, you know, you know, quoting the movie, we're in a social dilemma right now. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. How do you feel about that? Dude, same way. You know, it's when you're, when you're up, you're up, when you're down, you're down, <laughs> you know? And it's like, that's, that's, I feel like it's the, the constant flow, constant energy now, you know, for, for all the love you get, there's going to be hate. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, people want to pick a side. Yeah, especially when someone else in the group picks a side. You know, there's a lot of bias. Um, and with social, you know, when people put their opinions out there and other people go in and, you know, and, and see or hear those opinions, that becomes their opinion now, mm -hmm. you know, and, and now that becomes their argument when someone comes with something opposing. You know, I don't, I don't, and I honestly don't think it'll ever change, especially the way that things have kicked up now. Like CJ said, you've got six nine, got president. You know, any anytime someone comes out and does something drastic, same exact thing. Tons of people are gonna love him. Tons of people are gonna hate him, or her. Yeah, you know, we're in, definitely in the age of cancel culture. That's what it's really called. You know, everybody's like walking on eggshells all the time. You know, which kind of also, in a way, like inhibits, at least for. What, from what I've seen, creativity at some points, you know, because you're afraid to put something out. What about growth also? Yeah, it can. You know yeah. what one of my least favorite things I see on social is? Is this you? Have you seen that? This you? Like you, you some, I'm not saying if you said something like outrageous shit back in the day, but like to, to bring it down on a very less level, like if you have like a bad sports take. Mm -hmm. Right, and then they're like, they quote tweet your shit from like yeah. four years ago. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, this you clown. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Tell me, what was that dude's name? Brother Nature that happened to? Oh the, yeah, the dude with the with, with the, the, the deer, right? Yeah. The, yeah, you know that happened to Brother Nature where he was like saying the n word and shit like back in the day. You know, even Kevin Hart too. That happened. Yeah, yeah, when know? he got pulled from the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. And people take that and they sit on it. Yeah, man. And they find they find that that tweet, they screenshot it, and they keep it tucked. <laughs> Well, I also think we don't allow context. Yeah. Like you just, like one thing I've stopped doing really is texting that much. When like I really want to get my point across and I think it can invoke emotion and I wouldn't say passion, but just like an authentic response. It's like, how many times have you been in a conversation with someone, bro, via text? And like that shit goes completely off the rails. Oh, yeah. Easily. Like, I mean, we, we could go on for hours. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like. It's happened to us. Yeah. <laughs> calling, yeah. calling someone or, or, or yeah. talking. I, I think that's one thing we don't do. You mentioned the social dilemma. You watched that, right? Yeah, it was wild. Did you happen to watch that? First half. Yeah. First half. Okay. Uh, the call out culture, cancel culture, what you said about like the tweets and like there's a sense of community on social media that people don't feel alone, right? You feel like, where in the past it used to be like about fandom, but now it's like, oh, I don't want, I don't want this person coming to my school. I'm reading this book called The Coddling of the American Mind. You ever heard of it? <laughs> That's a hilarious title. Yo, it's, it's, I, I read the book, the first half, the, the first, I, I'm in the process of reading it a second time. And it's because the first time, bro, I'll be honest with you, I kind of just like half-assed it. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I feel like there's a lot here I need to break down. So now I'm reading it again. I'm about, about 100 pages in. Mm. Just the basis of it is it's in the title, The Coddling of the American yeah. Mind. And I can't recommend this book enough, dude. It's about like how our parents and grandparents set up the millennials, Gen Zs, basically be soft. Because it's it's the coddling. Like, you're, you, you know, like... 
Serge is allergic to peanut butter, well, then no one at the school should have peanut butter. <laughs> you know, CJ, um, you you don't like at the end of the national anthem and God we trust. Well, then that's not the national anthem anymore. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's things like that. Or if a speaker comes in and they're like super controversial, there'll be riots on the campus. Like, yo, fuck that guy. Don't yeah. bring him in here. And it goes back to the cancel culture. So like, would you when you saw a social dilemma? What was your like takeaway from it? Fear fear yeah I, like i was scared <laughs> like you know you have all these industry heads talking about what they've created and they didn't expect that to happen they were just trying to help mm. you know but it kind of took a turn for the worse because like you said you know we look for this kind of opt-out you know whether that be through social media or you know trying to finding an excuse to say something and, you know, the social media platforms that be kind of provide that, you know, for all these people that are, I don't even know, man. It, it's, it's scary. It's, it's scary as fuck. Like, to be honest, like if I couldn't describe my entire takeaway, it's terrifying, you know, because we don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's terrible for mental health. You can't really, it's uncensored. Or you don't know what's being censored. It's back and forth. You don't know what's real. Everybody's a journalist. Mm. You know, um, you're doing things based as peer pressure. Right. You know, so it's just like, it's really wild. That was kind of my takeaway from it. How about you, Serge? What did you feel like when you were watching it? Yeah, so, I mean, right, you have, you have people who created these platforms. They said that they didn't know where they would be going. You know, and, and it's kind of twofold, right? It's like when you create a platform for other people, you're not necessarily setting the all of the, the strict guidelines and rules. Mm -hmm. You know, you might have a framework that people, you know, uh, do what they have to do within, but, you know, it's for them. You created a platform for people, you know, and you look at people, at human nature, right? Things evolve, you know, you take this company, you raise a whole bunch of capital, right? And then now you have to maintain revenue, right? And how are you going to do that? So, you know, you have to get more and more users. You have to create more and more things for them to be doing. But for the most part, you want to create the framework, take a little step back and see what they do with it. You know, and so regardless of them saying, you know, we... Uh, weren't sure that this would ever happen. Now we're super against it. First and foremost, they're, they, they're paid already, you know? So, of course... It's easier gonna, for you to say that yeah. after you just banked right. seven, eight figures. It's significantly More. easier More. for you to talk about <laughs> yeah. how... I'm talking about, like, the, the, the <laughs> yeah. lower end, yeah. guys, not the head honchos. Yeah, but. You know, but, but exactly. You know, you did... You created this thing, you reaped the benefits of it, and now you're seeing the destruction it caused. When on day one, when you were creating a platform, what did you think was going to happen? You know, people were going to come in and be buddy-buddy, you know, and talk about flowers and butterflies and shit? No. <laughs> right? It's like a lot of things fuel energy, right? Especially um, negative, mm -hmm. negativity. You know, that, that fuels a lot of the most energy, right? It's like things that go absolutely viral. You look at the trending topics on Twitter. Most of the time, 
right oh brutal yeah it's absolutely rough. brutal yeah. right i mean even now bro like you see you see someone you're a fan of you're like fuck what do he say yeah bro. We're in the, your we're, stomach drops yeah you're like exactly. oh fuck <laughs> or, or or you think like you know they like pass away or some shit yeah like I see Ric Flair trending, I'm like, oh my god! Yo, happened? that happened to me too. When I I'm like, yo, did he say trend. some like wild racist shit? Yeah. Did he like get sick because he's been in and out the hospital too the last couple yeah. of years? And you're like, all right, thank God, it's like National Woo Day or some <laughs> shit. <you know? laughs> so you're like, all right, that's that's crazy though. Yo, think know? about it, bro. Back in the day when social media first started, like you dreamed of if you were building a brand, you're like, yo, I hope one day I see Culture Hub trending. Yeah, like I made it. Now it's like, if it's trending at first, you'd be like, fuck, yo, did someone write some wild yeah. shit and we're about to get canceled? <laughs> That's really like what it's really come down to. Yeah. Yo, I felt a little bit different with the uh, social dilemma. Yeah. My legit takeaway, bro. Duh. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, I watched that and my mom was like, oh my God, we're on our phones too much. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like... First of all, for the the thing that I do, the thing that that you guys do, we're both kind of in, like we're in the, we're on the same road but in different lanes. Yeah. We kind of want people on their phones. Yeah, easily. I mean, do you like fuck with being on your phone all day? I, I like it, man. I love it. Yeah, I'm on my phone a lot. I'm in like six to eight hours, roughly, give or take. Other days is like when it's like football Sunday, I'm like at 10, 11. I'm checking DraftKings. I'm checking my fantasy team. I'm checking Twitter, like who got hurt, this and that, crazy shit. Creeping on like Instagram chicks as well. You know, got to throw that in there on Sundays, <laughs> the Lord's Day. The Lord's Day. But uh, yeah, man, like I'm watching that. And I think it's a little different for us because like this is our field and this is our, this is our bread getter. Like yeah. we want to cause traffic and people to your website, my show, my brand. So for me, and I think we have different perspectives because none of that surprised me. Like I know people are on their phones a lot. I know people are drawn to negativity. I was telling CJ this before we started recording. Bro, I remember when I was young, I go upstairs, I'm watching the, my mom's watching the news and like 12 minutes in, she's in tears. <laughs> I'm like, what, what's wrong with you? It's like, oh, some kid got found in a shoebox. This guy got shot. They robbed the bank. Like, it's just chaos in the first 12. They're not going to tell you about the dude that donated 100K to some foundation. Absolutely not. Because that doesn't sell. You want to know what's crazy? That's why I love the movie Anchorman, yo. You know why? Because it kind of calls that out heavy. You know, like, first thing we learn, you know, especially like majoring in journalism, first thing they teach us is like, if it bleeds, it leads. Mm. Always. So all that negativity, that's what they push on people constantly, constantly, because you're going to engage with it. It's proven through statistics every single day, all their ratings that they get in. You know? So they're trying to find the house fire that randomly happened in Long Island while there was maybe 100 other fires throughout New York State you know, that they couldn't get to because it's just impossible. You know, It's... Instead of picking that feel-good story, normally they only have one feel-good story, right? Which is weird. Mm. It should be all feel-good stories and maybe one terrible, terrible story. People die every day. It's a part of life. It's the cycle, you know? And it's crazy that people are so, like, attracted to that more than life itself and living. People are more attracted to death than actual life. It's crazy. Like, 
you know i think people people like to they like to be shook <laughs> yeah right? it's like like citizen app i remember when it first dropped i had, I had it on it. my phone for uh yeah i'm not even joking 10 minutes mm-hmm. I was, i'm looking at my phone and i'm standing outside and i'm like yo this is crazy <laughs> yeah. to, uh, go back inside this is this is wild yeah right? this might be a stupid question is that like no a, such thing it is it, that's not just a New York thing, is it? Citizen app? Nah, it's everywhere. I think. It's everywhere. It might be everywhere, but it's definitely going off in New York, right? Yeah. Because there's just so much happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And and you know, it is kind of crazy that these things are happening two, three blocks away from you, and you you'll just never know, you know, because life goes on. Yeah. Right. And so. I think um, like that, but the Citizen app, you know, people or the reason or one big reason why I think it blew up in major cities is because of that. It's, you know, people want to be at the crib and know what's happening all around them. Wild. You know, people are addicted to knowing what's happening. You know, it's, it's they want to know everything, everything for me outside of their lives. Yeah. Right. It's like it may affect their lives, maybe, you know, but more times than not, they're just. That's why they love social. They're trying to see what everyone else is doing. What what are people posting? Yeah. You know, what's this? What's happening here? What's happening there? You know, so. You know, that the kind of plus side to social media is that people don't realize that this, like, you can actually curate your digest. I'm glad you mentioned that because there's always, there's always uh, immediately, like even us, right? Like, we kind of are hypocrites about critiquing the news when we fucking just talked about the negatives of social media. So I'm glad that you said the positives. Yeah. You know, I I love to like what I intake in my brain is hella curated. Mm. Like even if like, let's say Serge sends me a hot boy link, you know, that's like a crazy wild video or some shit, you know, I'll be like, yo, that's wild. I could just tell from the headline it's wild, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm I'm probably not going to click on it. Like, I don't tell them, yo, I'm not clicking on this. Like, this is wild, yo. Like, <laughs> like, you know, because I don't want to my brain to be exposed to that, you know? That out of sight, out of mind thing is is so, so important, you know? And especially with all the mental health issues that have arisen, like, have rose, you know, throughout 2020, 2019, 2018, the latter half of after 2010, you know? Um, it's very important that we don't get lost in that negativity. Because it's constantly being fed to us. Like, I was never a fan of Worldstar. Mm. I hate Worldstar. I never use the platform, realistically. The only time I would see it is, like, if my friend was like, yo, peep this dude getting beat the fuck up. Like, I'm not trying to peep that, dog. You know? I'd rather just not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know? How do you feel, like, about, you know, like, Worldstar and shit like that? I kind of feel the same way, man. I'm not a fan of watching videos of dudes getting just fucking flatlined on the street, Shoot, like wow, fighting videos. I, I I started taking Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu, but like I'm soft, bro. I, I don't want to fight. I've never gotten into a fight, you know. Like I do it because like I hate lifting weights now. Yeah. Like I I don't like lifting, you know. I just don't want to get fat again because I was like I was pretty heavy at one point, you know. Like <laughs> just keeping it real with you, yo. You know. and, and I, I don't I don't like lifting. Like I have a running joke where I'm like, yo, bro, my my nine to five job is I flip eggs and make coffees and then I do a podcast. Like I don't need to be benching <laughs> that's lit. To, to, yeah, popping breakfast, bro. You ever in the city, pull up. Bet. But I uh it, it's like it's not there's no point to me to to lift like that. I like I like discipline. I've always been a really disciplined dude. I like mm. people like giving me 
new knowledge to like better myself so that's how like i've gotten into martial arts like that so like going back to to that cj i don't really fuck with like dudes getting knocked out yeah, or getting trash. stomped on like that's that's corny to me. why that's... would i want to see that yo why you know it's just terrible like even like this morning like i told you um the the little kid the 15 year old that was that they found in louisiana mm. you know like Obviously, I follow a lot of um, social justice platforms, so I came across it. But it's just like every single day, you know, you see these things. And like even amongst the black community, it's traumatic, yo. Because yeah. you're like, yo, that could happen to me. That could happen to my man Serge, you know, way easier than any other race. You know, every single day we go out with the fear of of dying. <laughs> like, you know, um, so to kind of curate what I digest through content helps me get through the day, you know? Um, especially, you know, the era that we live in. It's fucking wild right now, yo. You know? But yeah. Dude, you, um, I, I think that's so right. Cause like, that's something I think about when you see some of these events that go down. It's fucked up, man. You know, I, I think of like my college roommates who like, I don't like using the term woke because I think people like throw that or like they throw blessed because like they just had a new sandwich. It's like, <laughs> it's like, bro, you're really blessed, man. Like, you know, like I, I get it. But, you know, like I don't know if I'd be as open minded to things if I didn't live with two black dudes for two years in yeah. college. And like they told me like, yo, look, you shouldn't like you shouldn't say this or say that. You know, I'm not talking about the extreme shit because yeah. that was never my thing anyway. But I'm talking about just like in general, like the way you handle yourself around certain situations. And uh, I've shared this story, bro, where, like, we took this girl's car to go to the mall in Buffalo. And and my roommate, Jeff, you know, 6'2", black kid, has an afro. He's driving, gets pulled over, and he just looks at me. He's like, yo, I'm happy you're in the car with me. Oh. I was, like, bro, I was like, this was what, 2009? I was like, what are you talking about, bro? Keep driving. Like, whatever. He's yeah. like, nah, man, you don't know. It's yeah. like, I didn't even get that until, like, recently. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. But it's like... One one thing I don't like is I I don't like and again to bring it back to social media I don't like pandering mm-hmm. like I think people like what you were saying Serge about like social media creates these like people don't feel isolated because yo CJ don't fuck with this person well neither do I now me and CJ are boys and then mm-hmm. all right here's Serge here's Conrad here's Mike or whoever and then before you know it you you've created like a fucking gang kind of yeah click yeah yeah yeah, click that's exactly it (laughs) so i think i think with um with when like everyone was posting like the black square yeah right i didn't post it i i didn't post it either i i just i for me that was more like the only thing i said was like the the story of what i just told you guys yeah like it was my college roommate and like learning shit like that and do you think like people do things on social media just because it's in? Yep. It's trending? One million percent. Yeah. One million. No one matter million. what the topic is. Just, one million yeah. percent. No, Literally no matter what. It's like, and that's that's a huge downside of social, like the need to feel, the need for, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Included. It's, or even more than included, but like they need to feel... Um, I need to feel that you acknowledge me. Acknowledgement. You know, mm. people need, people want to be acknowledged because they did something, right? 
um, which is, you know, of course, like if you have a, a great accomplishment or achievement and you want to share it with people, go for it. Um, but like the black square thing, for instance, right? It's like, I have black friends. I'm going to post this square on social. It's wild. Right. And it's like, okay, but it, was that the extent of what you did? You know, it's like we saw all those images of people who were um, posing next to the protests mm. as if they were protesting. Bro, that yeah, talk right? about wanting to be down. Like, yeah, that was right? the craziest shit. And there was that one girl that got, like, they exposed her. She, went, her she went with the, with the, with the fake <laughs> two by four. Good. Right? And it's like, and that's, and that's, that's real. That's real. And it's terrible. Bro, how much time do you have on your hands to go and do that? A lot. <laughs> that's a fact yeah you feel me you have, you have all the time in the world right yeah. where and it's like i don't know you know it's like i don't go even looking for people like that i try not to even yeah because because then like you give in to what me. they're really trying to do and to get the attention right? and it's so wild right at the but at the it's end crazy. of the day i think the the most important thing you can give is time yeah. right obviously resource donate wherever you can but time it's you know uh talk with people you know share knowledge right it's like um imagine how many people want to one day do exactly what you're doing but have no idea how to get there yeah right that 30 minutes you spend um teaching them you know kind of helping them understand that yellow brick road to getting to, to where they would like to be that's priceless you know and that that can change someone's life and all you did was give them time, right? It's like I'd much rather you, I'd much rather sit with you for an hour and you tell me everything I would need to know to become an amazing content creator um, and how to run a, a successful podcast, as opposed to you just buying me a, a mic, mm -hmm. you know. And so it's like value in in that sense is is super important to me, right? And it's like I would. You know, and just kind of going back to what you were saying, you know, people doing things for doing it for the likes, you know, is, is essentially what, what they're doing. Right. Whereas if you want to make a difference, look for, for people who you can who you can give time to and do that often. I feel like that's what you're at its core. That's what like the mission statement to your site is about. Yeah. Am I am I wrong? Or, or would that be how you would describe cultural? Because. Like giving people a platform to create and have a, a place that's a legitimate business that's being run and you guys have traffic. And I think that's like, that's one thing that I really fuck with what you guys are doing, which is dope because you're kind of giving people, because dude, how many times have you guys tried to get, and maybe you haven't, I don't know, I might be talking on my ass, but I, I mean, from my experience, I've, I've gone into meetings and with companies and networks and it's like mad underwhelming and just like. They don't give you any, they, they kind of just give you a mic, but it's like, well, that's not what it's about really. Like, can you show me what to do with this mic or something? <laughs> like we, we connected cause we both know Joe, my buddy Joe mm -hmm. and uh, you guys used to work together at, what was the name of the place? Elite, Elite Daily, Daily, right? Yeah, yeah. So I remember Joe in the beginning, man, you want to talk about a hustler. That kid was fucking doing his show, editing this one for like two years. And then one day it was kind of like every year I like to add a new arsenal to like. Like my craft. Yeah. 
And uh, I just remember telling him, like, yeah, I'll never forget this visual, dude. I just go up to him. I'm like, yo, bro, I want to learn how to edit. And he's like, for fuck's sakes, it's about <laughs> time, bro. I've been waiting for you to, to like, because I guess it could have been some shit where, like, he saw it in me and I didn't. Right? Like, I'm sure you've had those conversations with people. Yeah. And then it's also, like, taking that extra step and that initiative to, like, creating on your own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then, you know, fast forward years later there used to be five people on the show and then it just became me. So like, what if I didn't know how to do the editing and lining up audio? Like I was showing him how like I could edit something in like 15 minutes if I really need to. And like lining up audio and, you know, I was talking to you guys about the clap thing to line up the audio with the cameras. So it's like, yeah, like he could have just given me the program, but he actually took time and showed me. And I feel like with you guys with culture hub, that's kind of like at its core, that's a, as an outsider, like I've never written for you guys. I've never done, you know, Conrad put a dope article about me one time. But besides that, like as an outsider, that's how I would describe your site. Is that is that accurate? Am I wrong? Like, well, you know, that's that's fire. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> Listen, that. man, yeah. I know. I'm, look, it don't look like it all the times, but I'm a professional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys <laughs> um, for me, it's about the collaboration, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like you said, those big brands that bring in creators and try to put them in a box, really, you know, it kind of harms creativity. And if you're not open to collaboration or collaborating with that creator, how are you going to learn, you know, and vice versa, how are they going to learn? You know, so for me, when it comes to the hub, man, like that collaboration is hella important. You know, even when it comes to what we write, you know, yeah, we might design a theme for the week, but those writers, you know, those videographers, you know, they build the content, you know, and we work through it together. And that's what's really amazing to me. You know, through collaboration, we make the most beautiful things, you know, to drive impact. I couldn't agree with you more about companies and networks trying to sort of silence you or take away what makes you unique dude Mm -hmm. uh i remember we did like uh there was this company who wanted to do a live twitch show like a sports twitch show and they wanted it to be like super super wild right and dude i remember like what like like they they wanted you to curse you know like they didn't want to they wanted you to like say wild shit you know Mm -hmm. like say fuck say bitch Say so, you know, so stuff. It's stuff that would get you fired on like an ESPN. Like yeah. they wanted to go like that, you know. And y'all, I'll never forget the the guy was like, "I'm gonna give you guys topics off the top and just give me like, make it compelling, right?" Mm-hmm. Some like old ass white dude had his glasses on, was not paying attention to anything. <laughs> so we're saying shit, and I'm like, "Yo, this is some pretty good stuff." He's like, "Not paying attention at all." Then he goes, "Yeah, I'll never forget this. I'm not gonna mention the company because I might work with them one day." But <laughs> yeah, facts. He was just like, all right, tell me about what's wrong with Tiger Woods. This is like 2018. Mm-hmm. Like, what? how did Tiger Woods fall from grace? Bro, I'm like starting to get angry because I know he's not paying attention to me. Dude, on everything. I'm like, man, Tiger was so much better when he was a sex addict. Because remember, like, there was that report where, like, he was like a ladies' man and he was like swinging fucking yeah, yeah. cock everywhere and shit. Tiger, tiger. <laughs> so I was like, yo, Tiger needs to go back to being a sex addict. And the guy was just like, Arr-hoop. and I just told him, like, yo, is that like compelling enough for you? And now I got your attention, right? Yeah. And then I just remembered that, like, clicking with me about 
they they want something that's different but that's also like if you want me in particular if you want your brand it's like you can't silence it that much because then i'm just regular bro like i have to stand out one way or another yeah because like there's a lot of blogs there's a lot of podcasts you know how many podcasts are on apple it's od right now if you had to guess like how many would you say three million you're not that far off. There's nice. over a million registered Apple podcasts right now. It's wild. Sheesh. That's like one in every 300 people in the country have yeah. a podcast. Like you go into a big ass lecture hall and like you went to Syracuse, right? Yeah, yeah. You go into like some lecture hall in Syracuse and there's 600 people there. It's like, well, two people in here are going to have a podcast, yeah. if not more. Like it's trending in that direction. And that's just Apple. And that's just Apple, yeah. yeah. Like there's 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 podcasts that are just Spotify exclusive, yeah, Google. Anchor, Google, yeah. yeah. So I know the vibes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just one. yeah, yeah facts. <laughs> SoundCloud. All right, back from the ad. Uh, CJ got to make a confession. What's good with this hand soap? You feeling the hand yo, soap? Yo, my man's got the celery scented hand soap. Yo, slaps crazy. It's different. Yeah. It's about the word. It's different. It is, right? Yeah, Everyone a, got like the same sense. I'm I, like, yo, it kind of shocks your system a little bit. Yeah, I immediately felt a calmness come over me. All right. If that's know? how you want to describe it, I ain't, yeah, ain't going to- Just like a little hint of like cracked pepper in there as well. <laughs> My man's had the Lacoste uh, bathroom rugs too. She was lit, man. It's a lux- luxurious ass bathroom. Yeah, listen, I'm all about the outlets, you know, so I got that on a nice discount. <laughs> so that's where <laughs> it's, it's at. A Dude, wave is a wave, man. You were you were just saying before we started like uh recording again how like you um and you were cutting his ass about like the social dilemma. Like you talk to how many people you say a day? A lot. <laughs> Anywhere from a hundred to hundred fifty. We literally call this man the walking call, yo. So so is that because of like everything that you're controlling with the website, or is that just like networking also? I'm sure it's a combination of a bunch of shit, right? Yeah, it's a combination of it all, you know, but I'm big on communication, you know, and so and going to to what we were kind of touching on beforehand, um, how th- uh, things get lost in translation mm-hmm. with a lot of text. Mm-hmm. You know, tonality is huge. Yeah, right. It's like hearing emotion, hearing how certain words are said, how questions are asked, is massive. You know, and sometimes you just got to jump on for five, ten minutes with someone. Sometimes it's thirty minute call. Sometimes you're talking to five, six, seven, ten people at once. You know, but I'm a I'm a communicator. I was since I was young. You know, I was getting in trouble for talking too much in class anyway. <laughs> you know, and so now being able to have it apply directly to my career, you know, is is pretty dope. And and also going back to what I was saying about giving people time. You know, it's like I can't tell you how many times where maybe someone will hit me, someone completely random, and we're we're on the phone for thirty minutes. Yeah. I'm just answering questions. You know, it's like ask me anything. You know, I'm I'm a resource for you, you know, whatever I can do. And so that's how a lot of my conversations can go sometimes um, later at night or on weekends. But I'm big. I'm, I'm definitely a talker. That's what I love about Surge, man, you know. And all three of us, like, you know, we're different. Like me, Surge, and Julian, we're all different, you know. I'm definitely the, the crazy, crazy guy, you know. Where I'll ask, <laughs> that's you, right? Yeah, easily. Effects. You know, Effects. where I'll... Like Yo, I hate to cut you off. No, I hate good. doing this, but I like I like your vibe, bro. And I was telling you this before how the first time I met you, you reached out to me out of nowhere, and you connected me with Jay. Also, uh, he's at Complex now. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then um, I came by uh, your office space, and then you, right off the bat, didn't know me. Serge was just like, yo, this is my homie Nick. And you're like, yo, you want to come to this art show I'm doing? <laughs> I was just like, yo, people don't do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Second time I reached out to you, I was like, yo, can I borrow like a cubicle to record a podcast? You're like, yeah, man, just let me know what time you want. I'm like, yo, I don't take that shit for granted. I think a lot of people take a lot of things for granted and I try to pride myself on a few things. Like one is people always know where they're at with me. Like if I don't fuck with you, yeah. like you'll, you'll quickly understand that I don't. And, and it's not like I'm going to tell you. It's just like, you know, you distance yourself or you just kind of like, well, there's a reason why I didn't hit you up to chill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you could get this context clues. Sometimes a message, uh, a silent message is, the most well received mm. right no response you know you could dominate a conversation by being silent too and i think it really sets the tone and uh people don't do that man whether it's like listening like you said and communicating and like some random dude hits you up and then you're on the phone with them for 30 minutes and you're just going out your way and doing that like where's that come from you know honestly i learned to listen way more just in dealing with search you know um day to day like i've learned a lot of things from this man bro you know, and it's kind of wild, like, you know, even like managing, well, what do you got, like a team of like 25, yeah. 25, 26, you know, having that patience and just listening sometimes, you know, it's, it's hella important, mm. you know, because you got to understand why they're not understanding. Maybe it's your fault, you know, and I feel like a lot of people don't have that, you know, they, they get impatient. Or they get upset, you know, like even like um, my homie, um, our video, our head of video, actually, you know, um, he's like working with some interns right now. And he, he's pretty young, you know, just like coming up in the game. And it, it's crazy to talk to him every day. And he's like, damn, like, why do I have to say things over and over? And I'm just like, bro, they're an intern, you know, they're trying to learn, you know, you're going to get annoyed at questions. You're going to have to have patience. You know, this is teaching you patience. You know, you're going to have to listen. You're going to have to get on meetings. You know, it's like tomorrow I got to talk to them about like this new um, app we're using for social media, like Social Pilot. And I'm like, Jesse, you think I want to talk to you about this? Like I sent you all the information already. <laughs> I, I sent it to you. Like I sent you videos. I gave you everything. But still, I got to take the time and talk to you about it. You know, Jesse's my, my best friend, bro. You know, but it's just being able to listen is very important. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you can. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. The offer is valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions do apply if you go right now to Indeed.com 
slash blue wire and while we are here football is back in full swing you may not be at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at bet online bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else head to bet online today and take full advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses don't forget to use the promo code blue wire at betonline.ag that's blue wire, all one word. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I've uh, I've I've gotten better at that because I think because of this show. <laughs> For real, like yeah. uh, it's something so like simple like that. Like my like side hustle and and passion has like helped me become a better person and like listening. Like people now are like, yo, you pick up on like shit that no one does oh. in conversation. I'm like, dude, like, look at us right now. Like, we don't have our phones on us. That's yeah. also another thing where I feel like there's not many places where people could just chill with no distractions. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we, we were cutting ass a little bit. Like, yo, do you need to get that before we start recording? <laughs> but we took a break. You know, I had to line up the cameras again. You had yeah. to use the bathroom. You, you smelled that soap and you was yeah. feeling it. You Amazing. know what I'm saying? Might go back there again. Just to take I need that, the, yo. For, for the crib. No, women respect a man that, like, cares about the little things, bro. Yeah. Just like that. The hand soaps. You know, the celery scented hand soaps, you know. Extra details. Yeah, bro. It's mad important. It's like, oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. Listen, this is a place of work, but it's also a little bachelor pad, yeah, too. So I'm me? trying to, you know, and yeah. you know, cuffing you... season's coming up. Facts. <laughs> just putting it up. We in it, though. Yeah. We, we're yeah. in cuffing that's, season. That's a, that's a fact, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, the, the pod has really helped me become a better listener because, like, yo, when I started, do you, do you guys in particular... Do you guys do interviews also? I know you guys have the pod. Yeah. And we're going to get to the pod in a second, like right after this. But I feel like when I first started, bro, and I, I think it's trial and error, like how you were saying, like the first thing you ever put out, you're like, yo, that shit is ass. Oh, trash. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, yo, the first time I ever did a podcast, um, 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 like, 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 and it's terrible. It's terrible. Now for you to tell me that I've done like over 1,600 episodes like combined. <laughs> yo, everything. first of all, wait, pause real what? quick. How many episodes? In in total, dude, I was doing seven podcasts a week for like three years. Between that, Degeneration Bets, the logo. So it was yeah. like my sports betting shit, which like, yo, I don't really like talking about myself like that. But oh. when it comes to sports betting, like there's there's no one like me with that. Like that's the one thing where I'm like legit. And I don't mean that I'm going to give you like, I'll be like, yo, CJ, go and bet on this team and you'll win. Oh, I don't like, bet. Nah, I know. Better. Less of a I bet on myself. For sure. I feel that. Me too. Respect. <laughs> but- it's more like the understanding, the comprehending, explaining like, yo, why is this team favored over this team by this much? Like, what is that? Like, the knowledge and the breakdown of that, it, it's the one thing where I'm like, yo, no one could no one could see me in that. So between that, I was doing a wrestling show too because I'm into wrestling. If you can't tell, it's Stone Cold. You yes, know, sir. like, everybody got their goat. That's my goat right there. I've been watching wrestling, actually. It's kind of wild. It's fine. You're, you've been watching it now? Yeah. That's terrible. I mean, I was no, watching. No, no, no. It, like, I'll tell you up. why. Because it's so bad now without fans. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Though. I mean, I watched it coming up, like The Rock. No, nah, I, you know, like, I feel you. But like, of all the sports that struggled the most, or like entertainment stuff without fans, like yo, wrestling has gotten rough. Word without mm-hmm. fans, because dude, so much of it is like your theme song hits, and then the crowd pops, <sighs> and they you're like, yo, fuck pyro yeah. and all that. Now it's like there's no one there. A lot of your promos and your entertainment, like that's what that's what really sells the product. Yeah, is the talking, and you I got no that. one. To... I peep the plug. 
um, Mr. What's his name? Mr. Money, Money in the Bank, Money in the Bank. Yeah, <laughs> crazy character. Um, but yeah, I peeped him like plug one of his shows. I was like, wow, they just made a bag off of that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it's it's just a lot weirder. That's why I find that interesting that you got into it like that. But that's my shit, man. I feel like everyone got their own thing that they're into. And for me, it was like we're wrestling. So going back to that. I was recording this twice a week. I was recording two betting shows and the wrestling. And then on top of that, every other week, we were doing Patreon shit. Mm. So, like, I, I just passed 500 episodes of VM, like, completely. Uh, and then, like, all the other shit. So, yeah, man, I'm up to, like, 1,600 that I've done of these. Bro, that's incredible. It's gotten to a point where there's really, outside of him walking through the door, there's no one that could sit across from me that I can't do a show with. I don't need no preparation. I don't need no time for it. It's just a level of comfort that I have where it's like, this is my zone. This is my element. Him, I'd be like super starstruck. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I need like five minutes. Just yeah. to, to like, <laughs> oh, bro. Just like, bro, I got your best. I got your Stone Cold vest. Like if my house ever burns down, that's the first thing I'm grabbing. And then the puppies, <laughs> like it's like that. You know that's what I'm saying? Wild. So for me, it's just gotten to a point with like, with the show, how like it's, it's helped me so much in like my real life too. Yeah. It becomes second nature. Yeah, you and know? like the whole listening and stuff. Is that something that you guys have discovered with uh, Advocate Daily is the name of the show? Yeah, I mean, we have Advocate Daily Pod, you know, finally focused as well. But I'm, I mean, I myself, I've always been writing, you know, and always doing interviews. And, you know, especially with The Hub, man, I think I got like, what, 500 articles on there? You know, I've written a lot of articles. How do you go about your interview process? Me? Do you, are you a, I'm going to write down these 10 questions and I got to get to them? Or are you a feel... I mean, I'm... You've been talking a lot about energy, so is that... Because that's how I am. It depends, man. You know, when it comes to editorial, it's a little bit different Mm. because, you know, you don't want to have to end up going through a conversation that's all over the place for an hour trying to pull quotes. So it's a little bit more structured um, just because it's like, it's just going to drive you crazy, you know, if every interview is like that, especially if you're a feature writer. Um, but I find myself, I like to, it takes a while to get to that, that point. Like you can't just go into an interview, just starting out and be like, yo, like, you know, I'm going to go in there with no questions. You know, it's kind of wild. You know, it's always good to be prepared just in case, you know? Um, I know for me, like, I've never really been nervous, but there's been some interviews where I absolutely fucked up, you know? Um, I know, like, the biggest interview for me was the interview I did with Swiss Beats. It was quick, you know, like, five or six questions. But, you know, even working up to that, you know, writing content about him, having him share on his gram, putting it in his bio, then reaching out to the squad. And then, you know, that was kind of, like, on, off the cuff, you know? And I was like, yo, that's Swiss right there. I took up on the opportunity, and I kind of freelanced that. I was kind of saucy, too. It was a Bacardi event. You know, and it was pretty wild. It was my heart was beating through my chest, bro. I, was, I idolize this guy. You know what he's doing for artists and creators is absolutely incredible. Uh-huh. But you know, ultimately ended up crushing. But that came with experience. You know, if I was uh, if I was an intern or a first year, not even a first year, like just out of school, like I wouldn't even have the confidence to walk up and take control of that situation and interview him. You know. It's wild. Like, I was taking pictures of him and shit, (laughs) like, showing him. Like, it was like my homie, you know, to have that level of comfort. That takes a while, you know? Do you do do writing also, or? 
Surge is nice. I haven't in a in a very long time, but nice. I've I got a backlog. You a good <laughs> hype man, bro. Oh, got Surge a, is nice, bro. Respect. Yeah, I, got, I like I got that. over a thousand, over a thousand articles in the bank. In, in my How long lifetime. have you guys been doing Culture Hub? Yeah, three, three and a half years. Yeah, now. three and a half years. Damn. So click back. Oh, five hundred, a thousand. You're doing. Or like... I, I haven't written an article for Culture Hub. Oh, yeah. okay. I've written thousands of emails though. Believe yeah, that. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta be <laughs> maybe even pictures. more detailed. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, it's 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 more con- uh, concise. Actually, I got nice at emails. Like since we started Culture Hub, actually. But that that one's a little bit more tricky. You can't. You can say something crazy wrong. Once you send it, it's sent. Yeah. Sick. Sick if you don't double check that. Can't take it back. Dude, till this day. I I read over every email four or five times yeah. at least. Yeah, can I tell you an embarrassing story? Oh, go for it. I emailed this uh this athlete and um she's a very famous professional athlete to get her on the show. And <laughs> this is terrible. I have a I have like a preset email. That kind of has all the analytics, downloads, and shit. And I update it every month. Because mm-hmm. when you read that email and you're a celebrity influencer or whatever, it's like, all right, yo, there's some legitimate foundation here. It's worth my time, yeah. right? And uh, at the bottom, I attach the names of all prior guests in a nice graphic. And I update that as well. Because then you see and you're like, yo, this person's been on. That person's been on. Shout out to you. You got me, Ariane Celeste. Mm-hmm. And that was dope. Shout out to Aaron from Esoteric Collection, man. That's my boy. Big yeah, shout out man. to Aaron. And, and I, I want to bring that up too. I don't want to forget about that. Um, but like people see that and I have a preset. And then at the top, what I'll do is I'll just change like the dear CJ, dear. So I leave that blank. And then uh, towards the tail end, it's like the topics I would want to cover with them. And I change that. And I think you could kind of see where it was going. I left the wrong name up at the top. Oh, sick. Oh, sick. Bro. So I sent, I sent to CJ, Dear Surge. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And to make matters worse, she had said she was going to come on. And that was just a follow-up. Oh, no. Massive L. Massive Listen, L. Listen, we learn from these Ls, though. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I tell people that. So I, I definitely got to proofread my emails and make sure that because, dude, this is also new territory for me, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I, as far as, like, sending out, now I'm sending out, like, 25 emails a day, whether it's to guests or, like, mm-hmm. little job opportunities or just to get, like, a bigger spotlight or whatever it might be, you know? And it's, like, you're learning on the way. You're constantly going to be learning. Yeah. And I think experience is the best teacher. Yeah, bro. Like, easily. Like, I tell people, you know, I fail every day. Mm. If there's something that... Either it's a miscommunication, you know, and I learned from that experience. But it's learning from that failure and doing better, you know, every single day. Just and being able to pick up on that, you know, because some people fail and they block it out. And it's like, yeah. nah, I didn't do that, you know, like that didn't happen. But, you know, it's learning from your else, always. I feel like there's a good dynamic between you two as far as like coexisting and and agreeing on things i talk to this man every day right so that definitely helps every day man. is uh <laughs> is, is there something well that's what that's how it should be if you're building a brand together like yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't go so even like when you're on vacation they gotta be like keeping you in the loop and shit or yeah. whatever how how do you guys go about that because like there have been situations in the past that i've been guilty of other people have been guilty of where like it's like you just clash heads. 
It might be unintentional. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, bro, I can't even begin <laughs> to start. But <laughs> communication. Yeah. yeah we, we talk it out. Right. It's like, and going back to what I was saying before, right? Sometimes we'll we'll start talking on text. And then, you know, when the texts get faster, and then all of a sudden now all your energy is focused into this text, and then you stand just got to get on the phone. Yeah, you just, just have to, yeah, you just absolutely have to get on the phone, talk it out. Voices might be raised a little bit, yeah. but you end up with a solution. You know, you end up talking it out, understanding, right? Because CJ is a very calculated person. He's not going to come to you with something unless there's a reason behind it. And even behind that reason, there's reasons, you know, there's there's things that led up to that decision, you know, and I'm, I'm not always the most optimistic person, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes upon first glance at something, I'm just like, no, absolutely not, you know, but I am always willing to listen, you know, and it's like, all right, let's talk it out. Let me, let me understand exactly why this was even said in the first place before I just, you know, pay, pay no mind to, to this, you know? And so kind of through communication and talking it out, you'll always land on something, right? And I wouldn't even necessarily call it compromise because we have the same goal in mind. So we're not compromising, you know, but we're, we're seeing what the, the best situation is for, for the business as a whole, for our community, mm. right? Because it's, it's like culture is bigger than, than us three founders yeah you know there a lot of people right we we call it we, we call it a school when you look at how many interns you know have come through how many people um you know have been a part of the company how many people we've interviewed you know how much content we've produced and put out there i think in, in total we might be around 3500 articles right when and, and when a lot of those pieces of content are original um, and they're one-to-one -one with people, organizations, you know, you pull them now into your community, you know, and so any decision that's part of the filter, it's, you know, is it good for the community? Is it good for overall business? You know, is it, is it ego that's, that's making us say no or wanting something, you know, or is it for the better good of, of culture as a brand, you know, are people going to benefit from it, you know? And so we'll, we'll always have uh, conversations, you know, about decisions, like uh, do things as simple as the, the in-article layout on mobile, you know, yeah. for the site, right? But yeah, I'd say there's definitely a science. We, we've got a science beyond our decision-making and, it, and it, a lot of times it starts with a, with a little clash. Yeah, I mean, that, that's expected though. And you kind of, you... I invite that, you know, I, I want that to happen because then otherwise, how are you going to figure out every single or at least most of the problems that could happen? Don't you also think that it's good to know that the other person cares that much that they even, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, that you don't, because at the end of the day, I could be like, yeah, you know, that's fire. I'll do it. But then what does that solve? You keep going down one way or like not even hearing another side, you know, there needs to be that clash. There always needs to be that clash, you know, like even even with our head of video, you know, there's been multiple <laughs> times where I've, me and him have like clash heads, heavy, but it's through that that we find a solution. You know, a lot of people get into arguments, but they don't end on a solution. 
And that's the most important part. It's like, I'm not going to get in an argument with Serge without finding a solution. I don't care if we got to argue throughout the entire, for an hour, two hours. I don't care. We're, we got to find a solution to this problem. You know, otherwise, then that was just a waste of time. Mm -hmm. you know, like, and we don't got time to waste, bro. <laughs> we, we don't have any time. Time is the most valuable asset to any human being, you know? Um, and that's something I take into to consideration anytime I even hit Sergio. How do you two go about deciding um, what's like worthy of posting or putting up? <laughs> and and do is there a way that you guys like because you don't want to make your whole shit sports you don't want to make your whole shit music you don't want to make it all politics so like where's the surge where's like the balance that you guys find as far as like what the layout is because like even me right like these episodes that we do i call them podcasts and chill right like netflix and chill and shit it's like yo we're just gonna turn on the mics and wherever it goes it goes like mm -hmm. yeah there's a little layout you know, primarily I wanted to talk about building a brand because that's something that I'm doing as well as you guys. So I don't want to give people like nine of these in a row because like at its core, I want my show to be like, yo, the way I describe my show, and this was something that I had trouble with for the longest time. It's like, yo, it's a sports show. It's a little different. You get like a New York accent and twist to it, but it's also, I'm going to back it with facts. I'm going to admit when I'm an asshole and I was wrong. <laughs> And also, it's you could get like your stats and shit, but you could also have fun and relax and chill and just like completely forget that you're listening to that. You know, yeah. it's like you have beers and you pulled up next to me. Like that's how I describe the show. But I also like these long form conversations. I get inspiration from the dude Bill Simmons who has a ringer, uh, Joe Rogan, um, uh, um, Stone Cold does a podcast which I he find does. dope. Also. I hate that. So it's like I get my favorite people that I'm inspired by and I, I put it in a pot, blend it up, shake it up, make a ball out of it. And then like I add my personality and flavor to it. You know, I'm mad simple, bro. I like I like sports, music, betting, mm. learning, you know, wrestling. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm naturally just like I'm super curious about shit. Yeah, that's good. My my pops is like that. Yo, my pops, if he was here, he'd be like, yo, where'd you get your shirt from? How much you get it for? You couldn't get it on a discount? You know, like he knows a guy, you know, like he's an old school Greek dude. He's like, yeah, I could have got you that shirt for 20 bucks. Why'd you pay 60 or whatever it is? You know, like he's just a naturally curious guy. And I've told my pops in the past, I'm like, yo, you can't be like staring at people, dude. Like, it's not like, you gotta be careful, bro. He's like, yo, I just like, like, you know, his watch. Or I like, I was like, that might be even worse. Yeah. Like, you're looking at someone in that sense, you know? But I, I get that from him where like, I kind of like, I'm mad curious. Like, I ask a lot of questions because I like to learn about people. Yeah. Again, going back to like this, I was never like this. Kind of like grew into this with the show and shit. So like with the whole podcast and chilling, like you get your sports shit, like, the Thursday show is always like primarily current events, sports shit that's going on. A trade, an injury, some wild shit someone said, someone got fired, someone got a their whatever it is. But then like my Monday shows, which is where when this will come out, it's like more laid back, chilled, long conversations. People learn from them. Mm -hmm. So that's like where I'm at. So to bring it back to you guys not wanting it to be just like culture hub you want it to be a combination of a bunch of different topics like how do you decide what the layout is going to be is there like a layout for the whole week like what's your 
so when we started Culture Hub, we wanted it to be a platform. Platform, going back to where we first started this conversation, looking at creating a framework and bringing people in, right? And so these people you can think of as writers, journalists, people join our team with different interests, you know, different focuses, different things they want to talk about. Um, but Culture Hub as a brand, you know, we have pillars that are super important to the brand. You know, one of them being 10K80. So there's 10,080 minutes in a week. How do you spend your time? Right. And so that's deeply rooted in entrepreneurship and hustling, being a go-getter the whole night, you know. And so a lot of our stories will touch on certain things that have to do with how people overcame things. Right. Um, but in that same exact tone, social justice is extremely important. And that may not always be super positive as much as it is around driving awareness. You know, and so that kind of leads back to conversation. You know, we have frequent content meetings, you know, um, where we're, we're able to, to set themes. You know, themes, it's something that, that's just been newly implemented um, where we'll start off the week and, you know, and we want to attack a certain theme or topic. And then we have writers pitch, send in pitches around what it is that they'd like to cover. Um, you know, and, and having those conversations helps foster a lot of creativity. You know, I may be talking about something and CJ's like, did you hear about this? Or maybe look at it from this way, you know, helping craft the pitch. So it comes out to being a, a great, impactful story. Um, but we are very big on, you know, not just putting out content to put content out. It's, you know, it's like, and we're not putting out content for clicks. Yeah, we want to cover things that are important to our internal team as well as just our overall community. Yeah, because you are building a community and a fan base that's gonna. You're you're definitely seeing it now, but when you when you start telling people to go do something, when you build that trust with your fan base and they know your intentions, they know what you stand for, they know that you're not just gonna sell them shit because you got paid for it, mm. right? Like. I've I've turned down sponsors in the past where I'm like, it don't fit what I'm doing, you know? Like, it just doesn't... Because then when I do have a sponsor, and you can hear it in the tone of my voice, it's like, yo, he actually fucks with this one, you know? Like, Manscaped, dope, right? Yeah. Like, keep the balls nice and fresh. This is a dope-ass <laughs> brand, you know? Like, I endorse them. It is. It's, it's 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 legit. You know what I'm saying? So like you can hear in the tone of your voice. Like I, I think a lot of people like will say yes to like whatever just so they can get paid for it. But then eventually it's like when you do finally believe in a certain brand or a sponsorship of some kind, then it's like oh you enthusiastic about this one too. Like there's a level of I think a commitment that you got to give to your fan base yeah. that dude when I want something retweeted so that people could see, I drop it in the Discord that I have for like my my patrons mm -hmm. and like they tweet that shit and repost it immediately That's and then weird. before like within four minutes it has like 15 retweets and then from there people see like oh this shit is important and then it's just like a you know slippery slope the mm -hmm. snowball effect the engagement exactly yeah, so that's is that something that you guys think about obviously it is right like yeah authenticity is very important you know because you do build that trust with the people that are in your community and our community is filled with creatives who are very emotional beings 
you know they really operate off of trust as well especially when it comes to brands that they feel that they relate to you know and you know being a minority brand company you know it's very important that we do that and we don't sell out or appear to be a sellout whatever or however that's defined you know today and even with this generation z or even millennial culture you know it's something that's very important um to always be aware of what you're sharing how you're sharing it and who that recipient is on the other side because they're not gonna they're not gonna bang with you to be honest if you're mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know they're they're really just not they're gonna be quick to cancel you and it's pretty much a wrap from there yeah you know is. so um it's very important for us to support social um justice causes you know to give our um our put our voice out there to let our followers or our community know that yo hey we support this and we're pushing this and you need to too um and to drive impactful content not just for clicks if we cared about clicks i mean i definitely wouldn't be we wouldn't be creating content around creatives mm. you know it's just how it is you know it's right anything for clicks realistically you know so it's just like to me it's very important that the content that we make drives an impact and leaves an imprint you know yeah that's all i have Nah, I, I feel that. I like that. As we start to to wind down, man, you have just gotten into podcasting. How do you yeah. how do you like that forum, man? It's because brolic. It's still it's so brolic. It's still in its infancy. Yeah, it's 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 very brolic. You know, we just wrapped up the first season of Advocate Daily, and we're looking to actually go into the second season, um, building a couple of ideas around that. Don't want to give out too much. It's gonna be lit though. Um, but some of the obstacles I've had trouble navigating, it's definitely different than a classic form of content, whether it's a video or editorial, you know, getting people to listen and to download, you know, something that you put me onto. Actually, it's like, you know, people can listen, but those those downloads are very important. And that's something I'm still trying to navigate and understand to push more. It's such a weird dynamic, bro. It's so weird. I've never in my life downloaded a podcast. I download them every time now since you told me that. Look, I I download my own because I get paid for a download. So I got an extra (laughs) two downloads a week. I download download all of ours too. (laughs) So... But but like other shows that I listen to, I've never downloaded anything. So like, dude, does my like listen doesn't count now because I didn't download it's so it? Different. It's like, so different. It's so I'll never know what that metric is. It's like that's the hard thing about because podcasts. also SoundCloud is very misleading. Mm. SoundCloud is you start a podcast when you close the app because Surge called you. Mm-hmm. You just close the app because you panicked. I don't know. Like, yo, this dude said some wild shit. We got to take down this post. And you're just like, yo, fuck this. So you close SoundCloud. When you go to listen to that podcast again, it starts from the beginning. And it's facts. So it's like, how many how many listens do you actually get? You know what I'm saying? So like, it's, it's, it's so weird. It's a very, I think it's still new. I don't know exactly how it measures, you know? Like, downloads is the biggest indicator. Yeah. Um, that's the most important one. That's the one that you sell to brands. That's the one that you sell to 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 guests also yeah. because the download indicates that 
that is going to get listened to. Yeah, at some point. At some point, exactly. Yeah, yeah. we're like, listen, it's so it's a it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. But then also thing. like it's like if the podcast download like when I go go into my Apple Podcasts right, whatever podcast like I hit that it's new, it'll automatically download. But then let's say like you said, close the app, it goes back into the cloud. Yeah. So like, what? Like, you know, like, it's just, it's very odd to me. And it's not like measurable, like a YouTube view or right. or something like that, you know, where you can see the trend and how many seconds of a video is watched. Like, if I listen to 20 minutes of an hour podcast, why doesn't that count as a listen? Yo, that's, that's wild. That somebody listened to content for 20 minutes, bro. That's like literally impossible these days for somebody to like literally sit down, something that's not a movie and listen to content for 20 minutes. Like, that's blows my mind. You know, and for that to not count as a view or whatever metric there is uh, or listen, you know, for a podcast that makes things very, very, very hard, (laughs) very hard. Are you, uh, are are you into podcasting too? Have you jumped on there also? Or I've never coordinated or jumped on a podcast. I've, I've been on podcasts. I listen to podcasts, um, audio books. In waves, definitely in waves, though. You know, I listen to our podcast for sure, but yeah, that's that's the biggest appeal to podcasting, is because it's like it's just like streaming, bro. It's the 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 radio failed to adapt to the streaming Netflix culture, where it's like I can't tell you the last time I've listened to Hot ninety seven. First of oh. all, I'm not up at that time. Yo, that's kind of crazy. You know, like I don't. Even in a whip, like I'm just like, yo, pass me the aux cord immediately. Yeah. Like I don't want to. And you're playing your playlist, or you're 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 listening. To, like me, I listen to a podcast. Yeah. You know, when I'm commuting. So the old heads though, it's the old heads in the whip going to work. Construction workers. Yeah. And all those blue collar workers are going to work every day, driving. You know, bumping, mm-hmm. bumping Peter Rosenberg, showing me in the god. Right. Still giving. But them, voices. but them also to to give them credit is they've turned they've turned their shit into a podcast now too. Yeah. So it's like just another, it's, it's still young, man. It's still a young forum. It's still a big adjustment period for people. Uh, I want to wrap up with this because you two have unique experiences in the sense that you guys are like, at your core, would you say you guys are writers? Um, it's like in, in the sense of, you know, like you have, like, I ain't a fucking writer, bro. Yeah. If you were to tell me, like, yo, write this article and we'll put you on, like, the main page of Culture Hub, I'll be like, yo, CJ, Serge, I appreciate it. I ain't fucking writing. I'm definitely... That's just not my thing. Like, bro, I struggle to put 280 characters together on, on Twitter. Like, fucking enhanced is spelled enhances and then it fucks up your whole, like, <laughs> your whole tweet. And then you got some asshole. Like, the other day, I, I wanted to tweet out Evergreen. And it, it said every green tweet. And it's like, I got three tweets to like every, every like trolling me. I'm like, yo, that's a lot of balls, bro. You know what I meant? (laughs) Fucking actually technically guy. But so like writing isn't my thing. So like you saying that you've written all these articles. Yeah. You transitioning into like now a mic. Yeah. It's more like finding your voice, understanding that. Like, is there a weird dynamic to it or? Nah. You know, I consider, I consider myself a creative um easily but the thing is it's like even in today's world if you're a journalist or you call yourself a journalist and you're just writing you're not going to really go anywhere fast or get to that point 
that you want to be at creatively, right? A journalist nowadays is redefined, right? You have to be able to be on social media, right? You have to be able to create quick graphics if need be, edit a photo, whatever it is, you know, as a journalist, as a multimedia person, mm-hmm. all right? So it's just like, or to even do a podcast, just to know the basic ins and outs of, you know, podcast distribution, right? I think, you know, the way I was taught, at least in school, like, oh, yeah, you can just write for newspapers. It's all, it's all bullshit, you know? You have to you have to literally have try and grasp a totality of everything media, right? From broadcast to editorial to social media, which is now my favorite form of journalism, especially Twitter, because people can validate things, especially with these hot boy or left or right wing news sources, right? It's kind of like blockchain, but like with people, Mm. uh, which is also blockchain, which is wild. But, (laughs) um, you know, there's a validation process as well. Um, So, you know, I don't think we, we call them just writers anymore or journalists. You know, a writer can end up writing a screenplay, right? It's like I'm producing video now, you know? It's crazy. I never even thought that I would be there. But because I want to conceptualize something and bring it to life, you find the people around you or you learn the skill, right, to to push your idea forward at the end of the day. And I think that's what should define somebody that is a writer, you know? Yeah, I think I think just adding more to your plate, learning how to edit, learning how to video edit, I think it just you just become more undeniable. Yeah. You know, I did a promo where I shot like different scenes and like slowly maneuvering the camera up. I'll show you afterwards. I don't know if you saw it. But uh one of my friends is like, Yo, who shot this for you? I'm like, Me, Dick. Yeah. Who bro. else do you think fucking shot yeah. this? They're like, yo, how'd you learn? I'm like, I didn't learn anything. Yeah. Just trial and error. Yeah. Some little Indonesian kid on YouTube showed me how to edit. I'm not even bullshitting you. <laughs> yo, it's facts, man. Yo, YouTube I, University, is, bro. It's hot. This is, this is one thing I really say, and, and and we can end on this one. If if you don't know how to do something, I think it's just you being lazy. Yeah. It's facts. Because yeah. there's an that. outlet that you can find how to do it. I love that. For free. For free. For, for the free. free. Bro, in COVID, they were giving out classes like Ken. For free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fellas, it was an absolute pleasure. About time we did this. Hopefully, it's, uh, it's a fast. start of, you know, we do this a little more often. Uh, I like that. Serge, CJ, the Culture Hub OGs. Serge, where can they find you on social media? If there's anything coming out, yo, some new shit on Culture Hub. Oh, bad. M- mind you, this is going to drop on Monday. Okay. So, like, I mean, but even so, if you guys want to tell someone to go oh, back. Just the plug? Yeah, yeah, feel uh, free, let's man. Get Serge, it. where you at? Find me at Serge underscore EFAP on Twitter or Instagram, or just at Culture Hub. Hit bow, us bow, up. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I was you? trying to give you a hype air horn, Loki. <laughs> uh, Claude J Easy, that's C L A U D E J E A S Y on Instagram and on Twitter. Our sons need guap. Figure that out on your own. Um, and we have. I love it. We have a couple series that are rounding out. We have a surprise in the works um, in a couple weeks from now. But, you know, we got five episodes up on YouTube. Check it out. Finally, Focus, interviewing five different creatives, photographers, visionaries, um, where we bring them in front of the lens. Definitely check that out. And definitely check out our podcast, Advocate Daily, where we're where we interview a new kind of hero, advocates, lawmakers, policymakers that are in the space and pushing 
their initiatives forward. Shout out to Gathering for Justice, man, for working with us on that, for sure. I'm going to make sure to have all the handles and all that shit in the description so people can find it and, and make it so that they can click on it and go right to you guys. Appreciate that. Um, bless, bless, bless. Thank you all for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time. Homie, go finish your mail. I'm coming for real. Taking that food right off of your grill. Nicky too ill. Can't let a drop of me spill. Clogging the lane. I'm feeling the strain. I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. Got it.